Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. You're listening to Star Wars Action News. I'm James Burns, and joining me as always... You know what? You know what? 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 Let's let's change it around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you already started. Never mind. So go ahead. Okay. Finish race. Go on. Okay. So I'm James Burns, and joining me as always, as you've just heard him interrupting me, <laughs> is my good friend and fellow collecting buddy, it's Dan Cotto. Hey, James. How are you? You know, I was thinking to myself, I should do the introduction, because... You know, normally you do the introduction, so I should do the intro. Ah, screw it. Let's just stick with the what works. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Yes. How's it going? Another another month. Another uh, month has uh, passed us by. Yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been, <laughs> been uh, well, <laughs> it's been an interesting month. Hasn't it, it certainly has. <laughs> it certainly has. You know what? There's only really one way that you can get over a month like this. And hold on one second. Let me see if I can if I can pull this off here. Here's here's to a bad month. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yes. Onwards and upwards. Yes. So what's been going on in your neck of the woods across the pond? Well, there's been lots going on over here. We've had the Connect pre-launch party, which was amazing. Uh-huh. And we had quite a few people turn out for that. And it was a chance to play pretty much every level from the game. Oh. The game looks just amazing. Now, that's out, I think, a couple of days after the show airs. And if you've got Connect for the Xbox, you have right. to get this game. It's awesome. You can dance with Princess Leia. You can pod really? race. Yeah, you can pod race against our favorite pod racers, including Ben Quadrinaris. You can just have the most amazing time. And plus, you know, there's a full story mode, which is about 10, 12 hours of gameplay. So, oh, nice. you know, there's lots of really, really cool stuff and things. I, I do not have the Kinect, but I, I think if there's a cool Star Wars game involved with it, I may may want to consider investing in that. Yeah. Do you have an Xbox? I do have an Xbox 360. Yep. I have the Wii. I have, oh, Jesus, we have so many game systems. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, you know, I have kids, so yep. they're a little bit uh, grown now, and one of them is actually not at home at the moment because he's in college. We we don't play as often as we used to, but yeah, I still enjoy the occasional game. Batman Arkham City is the big one now. It's the game of choice at the moment. Yes, yes. That's the one that's been played the most often in my house uh, lately. But anyway, that's that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I definitely, definitely recommend Star Wars Connect. It's out April 3rd, and it looks amazing. Talking about game, there's um, a big retail chain in the UK. It has over 600 stores. It's called Game. 
And surprise, surprise, they sell all the gaming products. And they've just wow. gone into administration. Oh. So okay. they've been selling the collector's edition of The Old Republic, mm-hmm. which over here in the UK is £130. It equates to almost 200 bucks, And they've been selling that for 50 pounds, which is 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. Which is the whole collector's edition with the Darth Morgul statue. And it's good value. You know, for 75 bucks, you get the game and you get all those extras. Nice. And then we've had some stuff going on at Legoland. I was just going to bring that up. So Legoland was a big... Uh... Legoland's been a real big deal. What they've done is, if you remember last year, they opened up Star Wars Miniland in California. Yep. And what they've just done is that they've brought Star Wars Miniland to the UK. So we've now got that at Legoland Windsor. And we were lucky enough to be invited to the opening of that on, I think it was the 16th of March. And a bunch of sites were invited down. We had the place to ourselves. There was only 50 slots available. We had the place to ourselves. We were able to take as many pictures as we want. And it was great. And then also um, at Legoland, they opened their first hotel. So that was the past weekend. And the whole family were invited down to stay. Uh, so thank you very, very much to Lego for uh, putting us up for the, uh, for the weekend. And That's cool. Yeah, we gave away 80 tickets. At Jedi News and Brick News. So we had, you know, lots and lots of winners come down, having an absolutely great time, and enjoying, you know, the weather over here has been 20, 21 degrees, which for the UK at this time of the year is amazing. Are you on Fahrenheit, Celsius? What are you? We're on Celsius. That equates to 72, 73 degrees. Right. So, you know, it's not too shabby. It's very nice for this time of the year. So, yeah, we had a great weekend at Legoland Windsor. Highly recommended. The Star Wars attraction is awesome. They've now got their own Star Wars store. So it's just every Star Wars Lego set that's currently available, along with all of the key rings and the magnets and the clothes and everything else. So it's a really, really good experience and highly recommended. Well, I think probably the biggest thing uh, Star Wars related over here the past month has been the Clone Wars finale. Yes. Now, I did get to that. I was just going to ask, because I know you guys, you haven't gotten any of this season, have you, officially? Yeah, Clone Wars Season 4 starts in the UK tomorrow, April 2nd. Is that right? Yeah. It starts. It starts. <laughs> How bizarre is that? That's that's quite bizarre, yeah. But I remember last time you were behind us in the beginning, but then you caught up, and then you saw the finale before we... Yeah. Yeah. So now you're you're doing the whole season is behind. It's absolutely crazy. So, yeah. Really bizarre. But thanks to certain online uh, yes. resources, you've yes. been able to see it. I have. I have. So, what did, what did you think of, of the return of Darth Maul? I thought it was pretty damn awesome. Yeah. A lot of people... I, I got to tell you one thing, because I did not watch the second to last show. Okay. Why not? I waited to watch them both together, because okay. I watched... I know it was a four-parter, really, if you put them all together. But the first two didn't have Savage and, and Maul, so that's what I was looking forward to. Uh-huh. And I waited to watch the second-to-last episode so I could watch the final two episodes back-to-back. And i got to tell you, the little snake guy, oh, he was so annoying. I was, I was so sick of him, and I'm glad that he bit the he bit. But I loved Maul's return. I loved what they did with him. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, I know that Ayla Secura was originally part of the Dark Horse comic books, and then George Lucas saw one of the covers and then put her in the movie. Yes. But I believe this is the first time that a concept art of a character has been brought in to be official. Because Darth Maul's cyborg 
legs, his you know persona was part of an Infinities book. Yeah, Visionaries. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, the Visionaries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't official. That's right. And I mean, there's been action figures and statues and whatnot of of this look for the character, but it was not really an official endorsed type thing. But now it's totally canon, isn't it? Yeah, no, completely. And you know, they kept that hidden pretty more much. or less. Yeah. But you know, I think that second to last episode when you know we're drawn into Darth Maul's lair, it reminded me an awful lot of Lord of the Rings. It did, and I think that was probably intentional. Yeah, but it wasn't a bad thing. No, no. I mean, if you're going to go after someone, go after Lord of the Rings. Right? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, definitely. I thought it was really, really well done. I was very excited to, to see the return of this character. I got to say, again, uh, I made a joke about it online, but, uh, yeah, uh, gee, these guys are brothers? I didn't really get that. If only Savage told me that every ten seconds or so. <laughs> I'm like, dude, seriously? I get that he's your brother. Think of a different name to call him or something. Rough. Bro. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it got old, but other than that, I really enjoyed the episode. It's going to be really exciting to see where season five goes now. Well, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we see Maul next season before the finale, because you know, Savage showed up in that three-parter. Yes. And then we never saw him again. Yep. And that seems kind of like a waste. The Mandalorian showed up. We didn't see them again. Boba Fett and Bosk and Aura, they showed up. We saw him a couple times the next season, but not a whole lot. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, you get a really cool character, and then you just don't see him for, like, the whole next season. It just seems like, I don't know, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting characters that they could do more stuff with. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And what's also interesting is that I would have thought that Hasbro would have now revealed the figure. I would suspect that they're waiting for Comic-Con. Yeah, but, you know, it just seems, you know, it's ready, so... You know, t- together with the hype, it would have been really nice to have, you know, just shown that image and this is what I it's going to look like. I think that would have been a really cool mail away. The, oh, uh, definitely. Spider leg, Darth Maul, you know? That would make an awesome that would, figure. Yeah, exactly, because, I mean, you need to have a bigger package that you could do for a mail away rather yeah. than, you know, a single card. But I'm telling you, I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, it's like, Hasbro going to make a figure? Of course they're going to make a figure of, of both versions, I would imagine. Well, we know that we're definitely getting the two-legged version. Well, we know we're getting a Cyborg Mall. Yeah, it's going to be which the two-legged one? version. It's going to be the two-legged I would, version. I would, I would tend to think so, too, because it's in the basic figure line. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, yeah, that that should be pretty interesting. Uh, you know, the... It was good. I, I enjoyed it. And I, if you remember from our past conversations, uh, I did not enjoy a lot of last season. No. But this season, I did. You know, I held off. They had a lot of multiple episodes that I, I held off on watching them, and I, I watched them all at once. Yep. Um, so I wasn't able to do the live blogging and tweeting, and frankly, I think people are happy about <laughs> that. <laughs> but, you know. Anyway, we got stuff done. It was, it was it was good. No, I think season four has been amazing, and uh, I hope season five continues in the same vein. And it's been really interesting. We've seen some old characters come back, such as Maul and Dengar and others. And it's going to be interesting to see where it all goes. Boba Fett's the boss, which is interesting. Right. I liked his new outfit. Yes, yeah, so did I. You know, normally I'd say for sure we'll get a figure of that, but, you know, there was a Boba Fett figure that Hasbro was supposed to release last year, and they never did. Correct. Correct. So be curious to see uh, if if they do get around to doing it. But, I mean, speaking of Hasbro, there's been a lot of changes over there recently. There has. There has. There's been a lot of layoffs. 
Yeah. Um, Not with the Star Wars team, I don't think. No, I think they're all, uh, seems to be pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. But when you work it out, you know, and you look at the numbers, Star Wars accounts for like 12% of their annual sales. Interesting. Which is a huge amount, you know, we, you know, that's based on last year's figures, which, you know, in a non-movie year is amazing. Well, aren't they all non-movie years now? <laughs> Actually, no, I guess, I guess that's not true. Well, we had to find some minutes. 3D, yeah. yeah. Which I finally saw, by the way. And? Well, I mean, it's the same movie I saw 13 years ago. But my son came home for uh, winter break, and he and I went out to see it in 3D. And, you know, the 3D effects were pretty good. Yeah, it you wasn't know, over nothing, the top. No, it wasn't over the top. It wasn't spectacular by any means. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I have to say, I quite enjoy And, you know, I've always... I've, it's not my favorite of the Star Wars movies. It's actually my least favorite of all six movies. But there are elements of The Phantom Menace that I really enjoy. Darth Maul, of course, being one of them. And I, I do enjoy pretty much anything that's set on Tatooine. Yeah. You know, did the pod race go on a little bit long? Yes. Was Jar Jar a little bit annoying? Quite so. so. These are all things that I've known for many years, so it didn't really bother me. But just to see it on the big screen again was pretty cool. Yeah. That, for me, was the best bit, and I'm really, really looking forward right. to Attack of the Clones and, and the other films. Yeah, that'll be in the next, what, three years or so? Well, years? this is it. This is the thing that we're not sure about at the moment. There's, there's two different schools of thought. Some people are still saying, well, we're going to get one every year. Then there was another school of thought saying that we'd actually see Attack of the Clones in the summer. Mm. Obviously, that can't happen because we know that the merchandising isn't set to do that. The car backs, we know that they're, right. you know... It just isn't ready to do that. What yeah, I think switch to Yoda next year. Exactly. What I think is going to happen is, this is just my opinion and from what I've been told, is that we're going to see Attack of the Clones in February, and then we will see Revenge of the Sith probably around August time, and then you know the following year we'll see Episode Four in February and uh, Empire in the summer, and then it'll end the following year with Return of the Jedi. That's what I think, which seems better than waiting. A year for each release. So instead of a year in between each movie, we're going to get six months. six months. Yeah. Starting next year. Yeah. That's what's that being makes... discussed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that discussion. So, yeah, that that makes sense, I think. And, you know, and it keeps Star Wars into people's mind, uh, especially in the kids. So have you uh, been in, have any successful store finds lately? Actually, what I've been doing is I've been had a few gaps in the vintage collection. So with some help of some friends, I've been filling those gaps up, which has been great. I've also been buying a lot of Lego, filling some holes in from last year and this year's Lego stuff. Right. You know, whilst I was at Lego, I took advantage of that. So that's the sort of stuff that I've been buying over the last month, just literally just filling in holes and catching up. The deleted scenes wave has just hit from the U.S. today in the U.K., so people are getting that today. Okay. But the official release, the official U.K. release, is, I think, next month. So it's well, it's funny you mentioned that wave, because that's what, uh, what I've got to review for this show. Oh, right, cool. Uh, I found that probably about a month and a half ago, maybe. Right. And got all five, and it's interesting for what it really is. There's some repacks, but they're dressed a little bit differently, so they're not really 100% repacks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into all that. So I, I got those. The Walmart-exclusive Discover the Force line yep. has been uh, a little bit late to come out, but almost the entire wave has been hitting stores. So the 12 cool. figures... Yep. are out. The two vehicles, well, the one vehicle and the one creature, yes. 
those are out. The two battle packs now have been slow to hit stores, but as it happens, today I was able to find the Astromech set. Right. Which is really the one of the two that I wanted because the second one is the Moss Espa hanger. Yeah. And, I mean, until I have the figures in hand, they look pretty much like the same exact figures that already came out. So that one's not as exciting to me, but the Astromech droids are for some reason. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, I agree. Right. Completely agree. But also, the there was a seven, if you remember, there was a 17th toy that was going to be released in this line. Yes, the lightsaber. And the lightsaber, not out. Really? We were told it was Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber. Yep. Has no mention of Discover the Force on it at all. How bizarre. So, yeah, what's going on there? I find that to be kind of interesting because I saw it today and I'm looking at it and I go, okay, this just looks like any other kind of toy. It doesn't mention that it's a Walmart exclusive. It doesn't mention Discover the Force. It doesn't have a 3D image on it that you can use the funky glasses to check it out. So that's kind of strange that they promote it as 17 items, but it's really not. Hmm, interesting. Over here, we've got the Vulture Droid, the Jubak, and the two Battle Packs are exclusive to Gifford Games which is also a Forbidden Planet. So those are going into independent stores and they're also okay. available to buy from ForbiddenPlanet.co.uk. And they actually sent us uh, samples to review. So we've actually, we've actually got some videos of those up on Jedi News at the moment. Cool, cool. I wonder what other people are finding. Uh, we'll have to check our voicemail. Yeah, let's go do that. Hey, Arnie Marjorie. It's Chris from Bethlehem, PA. Look at 3419 on the forum. Just calling in with a, a find that, uh, of a store that I don't normally go into, but there's a store called Five Below. It's obviously named Five Below because everything in the store is under five bucks. But in the front of the store, they had in wheelbarrows the Star Wars vintage figures, um, Attack of the Clone vintage figures for five bucks a piece. And I know a lot of people either already have these or, you know, some people, it was hard for them to get, but they're out there in stores called Five Below, and what was cool about them, they're unpunched, which I thought was kind of strange. Like, how did Five Below get them? Because they'd obviously have to get them from another store, and they'd have to be swinging from the pegs, I would assume, but this whole wheelbarrow was unpunched figure, so I picked off the vintage Mace Windu and the vintage Sam Russell for $5 a piece. Felt pretty cool find. And just want to call in with that report. And love the show. Keep up the great work. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. So that was Chris. And he was talking about the Attack of the Clone Unpunched Cards at a shop called Five Below, which I've never heard of before. You know, I, I can speak about this because about a week or two ago, I actually went into a Five Below store and I saw this wheelbarrow. Okay. As soon as you walk in, they have everything is marked, you know, literally five dollars or or below. I mean, hence the name of the store. Yeah. And as you walk into the store, I mean, it's sort of like either older product. Or, I'll tell you the truth. I went in there because for some reason I don't even know why I've been on this Green Lantern kick. Okay. You know Mattel's Green Lantern line. Yeah. Not a very good line. Yeah. But they're a dollar fifty at Walmart. Wow. Single carded figures. Uh, how can you turn it down? So I, I keep looking at this huge mountain of Green Lantern toys that they have at Walmart. And, and, and I just started, you know, putting them all together. I was like, well, how many do they have? Okay. And I'm looking through and I'm going, I don't even know how many there are <laughs> because I never kept track of this line. Yeah. 
I just never, I never really got into it. I didn't like the movie so much, and the toys were kind of a throwback, if you will. That's putting it politely to an older era. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah, not great. for a buck fifty, dude. I mean, come on. Hey, so so I went through, if nothing else. Well, no, I wanted one of each, you know, one of each character. I don't necessarily need all 50 Hal Jordans that they inevitably made, but yeah. I do want to have one each of the different Green Lantern characters. So so I went and I found them all, and I, got, I figured out that if I bought the Kilowog that came with the Guardian, yeah. I don't need to have the single-carded Kilowog because it's the same exact figure. Yes. You know, if Star Wars were to do something like that, fans would, would cry foul. <laughs> I don't know if Green Lantern fans cried foul or not, because like I said, I wasn't keeping up with it. There was only three of them anyway. Uh, Green Lanterns? Green Lantern fans. Fans, oh, like, ah, oh, see, I, that went right over my head. Sorry. So, okay. <laughs> so so I, I was trying to track them all down, and I did find, um, by doing a few searches and looking them up on, like, Big Bad Toy Store, for example, and I found uh, a whole bunch of, you know, different ones that we have. Right. Uh, and I figured out which ones I needed. So there were three that I was looking for, and a buddy of mine said that he saw them pretty cheap. They're $3 at, at five below. I did find two, but back to the original point of the show. I walked into the five below. See what I did there? I just spent like 10 minutes talking about Green Lantern. It's fine. It's you're, no. listen, that's, that's part of the fun, dude. You are one of the three fans. It's fine. I know. So I walked into the store, and, and, and it has a, literally a row of these wheelbarrows, like, on a bit of an angle. Right. And I'm just walking by, not thinking much of it. And it's full. Dude, it is full of vintage collection cards. And I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. So I look through, and it's all way forward. It's all attack. And then some of the carry forwards, you know, like Darth Vader, General Grievous, Sand Trooper. We need more Sand Troopers, you know? We certainly do, yeah. Oh, good news is we're getting one. Hmm? (laughs) So... I was kind of excited about this, and of course, you know, I got my little droid phone, and I'm like, take a picture, post it on Facebook, and da, da, da. Next thing I know, a lot of my local collecting buddies are contacting me saying, where did you find this? <laughs> and people were going crazy. So I ended up picking up a few for, for some local friends so they could get them, because they were only five bucks. Yeah, which is pretty good. No, and now these are the same figures that Marshalls is having and, and TJ Maxx they're having, but they have a four ninety nine. So you know you think you're getting a little bit of a deal, but yeah, there there were unpunched cardbacks of of this wave. So I mean, if this is a wave that you missed out on, yeah. here's a way to get them. And there's some good figures in that. They're, yeah, they really are. But unfortunately, there's not a lot of army builder figures in there. No, there was a uh, Jangle Fett was one of the one of the characters, which I kind of wanted to get another Django, but then I looked at it, I go, no. <laughs> I don't need another Django, you know? I have, like, Django's. Yeah, I really like the Anakin and the Padme from that set. Mm-hmm. From that wave, rather. Kit Fisto's a really good figure. Yes. Uh, but it's actually from Revenge of the Sith. Yep. If you remember when we did our review on that, originally when it came out, the head sculpt is based on the most recent version, which yes. was Revenge of the Sith. So it's not really... On the right movie, but but I digress. Uh, so anyway, what else have uh, what else have our listeners been finding lately? Well, let's listen to another message. Hey guys, uh, my name is Rich, uh, calling from Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, just listening to your newest podcast, awesome as usual. Uh, <clears throat> heard a guy on there talking about the new Pez dispensers. Uh, I found uh, my new Pez dispensers at Target, the local Target in the Easter section of all places. Uh, 
but aside from the new Darth Maul that he he uh, he told everyone about, they also have a brand new sculpt on the Yoda. It's a smaller head. It looks more like classic Yoda. It looks a little older. It's got some uh, neck wrinkles and stuff. And uh, the Darth Vader is the same as the the previous one, but it's it's really really glossy this time instead of the kind of a matte kind of a I guess satin finish I guess on the old one. But I uh, just want to let you all know about that that there's two and a half new Pez dispensers instead of just the one. So happy hunting. So that's Rich, and he's talking about these, these new Pez dispensers. Now I don't know an awful lot about these. There seems to be a couple of new ones for Easter. So there's a new Yoda, a new gloss-finished Vader, and then a Darth Maul that was already known about. Now, we don't get these over here at all, but I know Pez is huge in the States. Yeah, I haven't seen these myself, so I'll have to take a look. I'm not a Pez guy, so I couldn't I couldn't speak to the scarcity of them or anything like that. Right. But uh, there's a lot of Easter stuff. Yeah, well, if we listen to our next message from Matt. Yep. Okay. Hello, Star Wars Action News. This is Matt, who's Zental on the forums. I haven't called in a while, but I've recently come across the new Easter Lego kids. They have repackaged uh, the last two, and the two new ones that I found um, are the Snap and the Star Destroyer ones. I have the Darth Maul logo and everything else. So, yes, um, good luck finding them. I only found one small case. So um, hopefully everybody finds them. They're at Walmart right now. I haven't found them at Target, but uh, good luck, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. So Matt's found these new Easter Lego sets, and there are four four sets that are available in the new uh, Darth Maul packaging. So there's the Venator class Republic Attack Cruiser. Now these are all these are all four poly bag sets. So I think they're around about three dollars ninety nine. They're small. Yeah. 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 Um, the Tie Fighter. Uh, a new coloured stamp, which is in similar design to the UK giveaway, except it's a different colour, and the Star Destroyer. Right. Now, I've seen these. Right. Uh, like I said, today I found the Astromech Droids. Well, I happened, to, for, for no particular reason, I just happened to wander into the Easter section, and I did see the little cardboard display holding all these bags. And I couldn't actually get to them because the mothers with the carts who like to hog up the aisle. Yeah. They were, you know, in full force in this particular store. So I'll have to go back either early morning or some other time when there's no uh, moms with shopping carts. But uh, they also have Easter eggs, like the plastic eggs with candy inside. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of those too that I saw Star Wars related. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of Easter stuff that comes out. I don't know. I mean, this is uh, Star Wars is turning into Kiss. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, anything, anything with a Star Wars logo on it is going to be popular, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I still need those Lego kits, so if anybody out there is able to help me get those, get in touch, I'd really appreciate it. I said the other thing that I've been doing is collecting and going to stores, trying to find the last few figures that I needed from the fighter pods. Okay. So I, I am delighted to tell everyone that I now have all 48 of Series 1 of the Hasbro Star Wars Fice Pods. Really? I do. Nice. Loose? Uh, yes. Nice. Yes. They are re- I think they're really, really cool. To me, they're, you know, as I said many times before, they're a great throwback to Galactic Heroes, but smaller and squishier. And I think they're great fun. Great, great fun. My kids love them. And 
Yeah, we're having some fun with them. See, I think that's part of it. I mean, because you got kids, so you can really enjoy the the whole experience of it. For me, I'm not a big fan of blind packaging. First of all, yeah. And second of all, I mean, there's so much with just the the action figures themselves. It's hard to keep up with that, let alone anything else. Yeah, but to be honest with you, there's only six of the figures that are actually blind packaged. The rest, oh, really? Yeah, the rest you know that if you buy. You know, set X, you're going to get these two exclusive figures, and in set Y, you're going to get these. So it's only the bagged figures that you have to buy multiples of to ensure that you get the six exclusive to those. Now, what's the, what's the price on those? Because i got to tell you, they're all over the place here. They are, yeah, same here. I think the original plan was they were going to be a dollar ninety-nine or something like that. Right. Uh, in the U.K., we were going to get one fighter pod and one figure for pound ninety-nine, which is three bucks. At the moment, they're on promotion, so you get one fighter pod with two figures for one dollar ninety-nine. Okay, I've seen them three ninety-nine. Wow, that seems in, a lot in uh, in stores. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's a one little pod, one little figure in the blind packaging. I go, that's nuts, man. Yeah, that seems like a lot of money. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, series two of that, which I think hits in August. I think we're getting around about one hundred and thirty different figures this year, just from that line. Right. Now I remember uh, in New York Comic Con they had the big announcement of all the different ones. So, oh, my goodness. Look yeah. at that. It's fun. It's fun, and I think you're right about the kids. I'd be curious to see them once they're all assembled. Yeah. But uh, for me, I'm going to have to pass on this. Yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, you know, if, if that's what people like, fantastic. They're everywhere, though. Yeah. Oh, they're all over the place. I see them all the time. And I actually have seen some kids uh, picking them up and, and checking them out. So That's good. That's, that's good. good. I think yeah. it's, you know, it's it's trying to be the Star Wars answer to the Lego minifigure, which, you know, they're on Series 7, it's just right. about to be released. You know, Lego minifigures has been huge, really, really wow. has been huge. Yeah, but, you know, don't forget, this is the first time that Lego have sold the minifigures in a blind bag. Right. There's 16 in each set. So, you know, I think... I was just saying, those they had those at 5 Below as well. Yeah. They had the Lego minifigures, and you just go and you pick out whichever ones you want. Now, I didn't see Star Wars ones. No, there aren't any Star Wars ones. And this is a right. question that's commonly asked, actually. Are we ever going to see licensed figures within that? Well, you may see licensed figures in the future, but you will never see a Star Wars figure in a right. blind bag on its sold on its own because Lego don't have the license to do that. Hasbro do, but Lego don't. So the way Lego get around that is that they put together a you know, little battle pack, which includes mm-hmm. four figures and some accessories, or the new planets, you know, which we saw at Toy Fair, which is... Those are awesome. Yeah, exactly. So that's how Lego get around it. But Lego are not... They also do, uh, they do the keychains. Yeah, true, true. So you just take the keychain out of the head, and you've got yourself a figure. Yeah, but then you've got a hole in the head. Well, that's true. It's time for Steve Sansweet's Pick of the Month. You must learn the ways of the Force if you're to come with us to Rancho Obi-Wan. Obviously, Dan and I can't do a show without having our good friend, Steve Sansweet's, and we're delighted that he's joining us from Rancho Obi-Wan. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing, James? Hi, Dan. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. Good. It's uh, raining out here today, but, um, you know, it's nice inside the Rancho. Oh, I tell you, we've, we've been having some 80-degree weather recently in my area, wow. so I feel like we're on the, uh, on the West Coast. <laughs> I tell you, the weather this winter, up till now, has just been very strange. Very strange, so... Yeah, it's right now. It looks like we're on Camino, but otherwise, it's yeah. um, it's been sort of uh, warmish and dry for the most part. 
Yeah. Anyway. It's nice and warm here, which makes a pleasant change, too. Yeah. They're already talking about hose pipe bands, so water bands here in the UK. Huh. Which really? is great. So. <laughs> <laughs> bizarre. Bizarre. So what have you been buying over the last few weeks, Steve? Well, you know, I got to, I got to thinking because I saw this cool new item that I that I just got. That there's a lot of stuff out there that Star Wars that could be defined as utilitarian. Some more than others. I'm not quite sure whether the Count Dooku plastic lightsaber chopsticks. Yes, that's what they are. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. The Koto the ones or Kodos. Yeah, from Kodo. It's, I mean, they're utilitarian if you can use uh, sort of rounded chops. I can't use those. Uh, they look cool. <laughs> I need, I need the wooden ones that are, you know, sort of come to the, uh, the four sides and things like that. But, you know, Kodo also does the, the ice cube makers and just come out with four new ones of those, and then you have Nimobot, and then William Sonoma in the U.S. is making all kinds of stuff for the kitchen, like spatulas, Darth Vader, and Stormtrooper. But one of the most utilitarian things that you always have with you, everybody does, in their pocket, that they have never done Star Wars with before, house keys. Hmm, Okay. So there's a um, there's a company called Howard Keys that makes a lot of licensed house keys, and so they have now just introduced Star Wars house keys, and they're printed in this um, metallic ink, and it, it, they really pop. And they've done um, let's see, they've done there are uh, six different kind of house keys, and they're printed on both sides, and they're not the same image on both sides. It's the same character, but not the same image. So they have Darth Vader, Darth Maul, Arc 2 and 3PO on one, Yoda, Boba Fett, and a Stormtrooper. The only problem with a couple of them is, you know, he's have to have a hole at the top. So it looks like Darth Maul, Darth Vader, and the Stormtrooper have holes in their heads. But other than that, they are very, very cool looking, and the design goes down the whole key. And so these are meant to sell at, you know, hardware stores and and big box home improvement stores. And they make them for three varieties of keys or lock makers, and I don't know what you call them. Schlage, which is a well-known name, Mm -hmm. Quickset, and a company called Wiser or Wiser Key, which I had never heard of before. So, and they also make, um, using the same designs, they also make three keychains, uh, Maul, Vader, and Yoda. So, of course, the big question for a collector is, you know, is it meant if you actually hmm. make a house key out of it? Well, we're, we're certainly going to get some for Rancho Obi-Wan. We've got a master key, and we're going to... We're going to make some using these because it does, and I'll know what key opens the museum, which is really <laughs> going to be cool. And uh, there's they have an Obi Wan one. Uh, they don't have an Obi Wan, unfortunately, but um, you know we'll 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 pick something that's cool. <laughs> uh, there's a chain out here called Orchard Supply that uh, has just gotten them in, and so you know we go over there for a couple of bucks. But there's all kinds of other stuff that comes with this for a true collector. And uh, one of my dealer buddies, uh, Star Wars seller, um, managed to open account an account with Howard Keys. So he is actually selling the key blanks 
And um, so you can buy those from him in whatever variety you want. And and then there's all kinds of peripheral stuff. There's a, like uh, a legal-sized uh, heavy poster uh, advertising these things. And um, then there are – they usually ship to a big dealer in, in boxes. And so there are these plain white boxes, but they say what the key is on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then they have the labels – that get attached to the key blanks, and so they're all of the characters on these little cardboard uh, perforated labels, and and then there are out-of-stock labels. So, you know, when you go down the whole rack of keys and then suddenly you pick the last Darth Vader off there, then there's an out-of-stock Darth Vader key kind of thing. So, you know, this is a way that you normally wouldn't be able to get these without buying. I guess you, you could go into a store and buy a key without having one made, although they'd look at you like you were crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you can buy blanks. Yeah. <laughs> but you can, yeah, you can, you can buy blanks. And so, yeah, and you can now buy blanks online from, uh, from James at, uh, swseller.com. But they're, but they're really cool. I mean, they did a fantastic job in, uh, in the design, picking the right art and then, um, and then really printing them up uh, beautifully, and yeah, and it's the first time. It's uh, we've never had Star Wars keys before. Hmm. Uh, and are they expensive? Yeah. Or? No, not at all. I mean, they're just you know a couple of bucks. It'd probably be like a buck extra over buy a regular key blank in a store, a buck or two extra maybe. That's not too bad. And then there are these um, these uh, wonderful tumblers. Purvis tumblers. They've been around for a while. They have different kinds of tumblers, but the drinks keep hot or cold. And I bought three of them, and they they have these ridges inside them, and you know, thick roll plastic tumblers. And these three have Star Wars patches between the two walls. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen anything quite like that either. They've got a Star Wars logo, a uh, Rebel embroidered logo, and an Imperial embroidered logo, and it's just really cool looking. And Ann Newman says they make the best glassware, plastic glassware for uh, for drinks hot or cold. So yeah, looking looking forward to even using one of those. Nice. My talk. Where are they available from? On the on the website, and the name of the company is Tervis. T for Tom, E R V for Victor, I S. Oh, this can't be real. This must be a bootleg. Like, made in America. Lifetime guarantee. <laughs> yeah, dishwasher safe. Wow. Uh, no, this is oh. uh, they're really uh, really quality, and they have and they have uh, uh, taller versions and and these versions, and um, and they have different designs inside. But I really like the patches, so those are the ones that I bought. See, I remind me that I wanted to ask you, Steve. Speaking of bootlegs, have you seen this uh, bootleg stormtrooper two pack? That has shown up recently. It's got a white stormtrooper and a black hole stormtrooper, all the vintage style. Huh? No, I have not. You seen this? Yes, yeah, it's it's on eBay, and it's a, a two pack of of the vintage. They appear to be the vintage molds, but one is in white and one's black. And so uh, really, I mean, vintage 1978 style. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, I don't know. Those molds don't exist anymore. I can uh, I can tell you that. What molds might exist are the molds that they use to remake the figures uh, for that Toys R Us Classic Edition special in 1995, yeah. which were oh well actually they didn't have a Stormtrooper. That wasn't a Stormtrooper though, right? Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even though it says 2012 on the packaging, I'm assuming that this is a fake. But it's been causing a bit of a stir recently, and I've I've been asked about it, and I looked at it, and it was 13.99, and I said, well, shoot, I'll I'll pull the trigger on that. So <laughs> I should be getting it in a, in a Wait, week. Where's so. it coming? Where's it coming from? Yeah, hang on, let me look. Shipping China. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, does it have like a Hasbro logo on it? Or are they going that far? I don't think it does. There's stuff online. There's a guy, actually, I mean, he's just a one-of guy, but the stuff is clearly manufactured. He does a bunch of different versions of a missile-firing Boba Fett. And honestly, mm. they're difficult to to tell the difference between the old ones and this. But he does one on a card, the missile-firing Boba Fett on the card, and the back of the package has a little cardboard window that you can open to actually see the missile firing. Really? But it's so <laughs> cool. So cool. I saw one, a friend of mine had the show in Mexico City, and I said, where did you get that? And he told me, and I said, oh, yeah, I bought, I, this is the guy I bought a um, a remake of a carded Vlix from. To remind me of the time that I passed up a carded Vlix for $800, and the next thing I heard, not that one, but another one had sold for 15000 So, you know, it's, it was to remind me of the ones that get away. And this guy, though, he makes um, hologram missile firing sets, both J-slot and L-slot, made out of translucent blue plastic with all the parts that work. It, wow. It's just funny. They're just funny. And he, I mean, he's not trying to rip anybody off. Uh, you know, he, he makes these replica things and, uh, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a market for everything. Sure. You know, Australian ladies bathing suits, R2 and 3PO and, um. I like those. Yes, they were, they were <laughs> very, very cool. I mean, you know, tight spandex and, you know, the right figure. I'm sure you'd look lovely in it. No, no, no. Oh, you meant not for you. Oh, I don't make them in big boy sizes. Uh, no. And, but that's, again, that's a, um, a, um, a usable, I mean, obviously there's mugs and, and, and clothing and everything else that's Star Wars, but the keys sort of tickled my fancy because that's just an everyday item. And, you know, I always say to people, well, there's very little that hasn't been made Star Wars, but I, and you never think about keys and yet, you know, you use them constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Next thing we'd have to have Star Wars door locks in the shape of a Sarlacc or I don't know. Right. <laughs> Seriously, I've always thought that you could have a door handle that was a lightsaber hilt. Well, that would be cool. Well, that's why I like what uh, Museum Replicas is doing yep. now. They've got these, uh, Lightsaber handle umbrellas yep. and the the lamps that they're making the you know the, the 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 light side and the dark side lamps are just great. I mean yep. they look super and uh, I'm I'm real pleased with those. So mm. uh, yeah, that's well an everyday utilitarian. I guess you could define anything as an everyday utilitarian item if you really wanted to. But um, yeah, we saw those at Toy Fair and uh, you know the umbrellas look fantastic. Right. Yeah, and I've been waiting for somebody to, I mean, the Japanese years ago made a lightsaber handle umbrella, but it didn't light up. And I said, geez, you know, we've got the technology to be able to do that. And, um, and, and here we are. 
And and it was funny because those Japanese umbrellas were very popular. One of them had a star field on it, and when you opened it up, the, the Death Star or a part of the Death Star was, like, on the very edge of the umbrella. There was um, a question I had for you, actually. The, there was a set of Topps trading cards that came out to promote the Star Wars LEGO game, too. Right, yes. What were they available with? Or how could you get those? I think they were randomly available in the game. I'm forget. They did so many different promotions with trading cards with I actually different have games in the last few years. Right. Yeah, Dan? Yeah, I actually have a few of those. A friend of mine was collecting them, and uh, I, I believe you bought them at the, at the store when you put down, like, a pre-order or there something. There was something with the store. It was either gift with purchase or yeah, something like trading card set, I remember, that was, golly, there were 10 or 12 cards, and they were randomly packed inside the games. Right. So it was virtually impossible for anyone yeah. to get a full set. So it was, I mean, that's that's sort of crazy. I mean, why make something? It's just like, you know, I love the Topps cards. I've always loved the Topps cards. I've done some work for them over the years. Well, when you make a card, you know, one of one, uh, or the artists are doing a sketch card and they make a six- or 12-piece puzzle, it's useless. Yeah, why would you do that, Dan? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds weird. That sounds strange. <laughs> Do you know one of those cards sold for over a hundred bucks on eBay? Well, it's clearly somebody who was blinded right. or drunk. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even make that much drawing it. <laughs> uh, believe me, I know what they say. So uh, I'm like, are you um, kidding? That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, God, no, that's cool. Yeah. But, Actually, uh, if cool. I can. I can throw this in here for a minute. Speaking of sketch cards, I just uh, agreed to do 200 cards for Mars Attacks. Oh, cool. That's so, the uh, sort of the anniversary set? Yeah, yeah. It's called Mars Attacks Heritage, and uh, it's the 50th anniversary of, of Mars Attacks. And uh, they contacted me and asked me if I'd be interested. And, of course, I'm like, yeah, of course. Very cool. So uh, I'll be doing 200. Why are the Martians attacking, why are the Martians attacking Heritage? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <Ta-da, ta-da>. uh, <laughs> Sorry, bad humor. That's, comes that's okay. Territory. <laughs> or attempts at humor, rather. So, anything else um, interesting arrived at the ranch? Yeah, well, I've got to tell you, the last time we were uh, talking online, uh, um, we're doing a little cast here, um, I mentioned <laughs> that I couldn't find the uh, Darth Vader with the bunny ears. Yes. I still can't out here. But... A really nice listener and good guy, Justin uh, Lasalata in uh, Ridge, New York. Yeah, me too. Justin. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin gets around. Justin's a good guy. Justin is a fantastic guy. He's now part of the Jedi News team. He's a great guy. Yeah. And um, (laughs) this is just as silly as I thought. I love it. It's just weird, but but very cool. I asked the lady at Walmart who was putting out the Easter stuff about a week ago and said, uh, excuse me, have you seen a small plush Darth Vader with bunny ears? And the look she gave me, I wish I had taken a picture. <laughs> and then I sort of a disgusted, no. Uh, but um, so thank you, Justin. Uh, He'll be listening to this show for sure. Oh, now, have you guys ordered your $6,500 miniature 
C3PO in gold and your slightly less expensive R2D2 in silver because you know they are very, very limited to only 35 pieces each in Japan. Um, what? Yeah, I have remortgaged my oh, house yes. to do that. Oh, yeah. God. And then they're doing a giant silver medallion that looks like it's, oh, maybe five inches or six inches across. That's only $3,000. So uh, we, we're having some fun with with us collectors, sort of emailing back and forth. And uh, I said, "Well, no, I I I guess I'm going to have to pass on this, but but I'll bet Duncan is a completist." And he wrote back saying, "Yeah, in fact, I have to buy the entire edition of 35 because they'll all be a little different. I'll have different <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah, I mean, they look beautiful, but I think I could probably use $6,000 plus in a, another way. I'm, I'm sure I'll regret that, you know, 10 years from now, but I'm sure I'll regret a lot of things 10 years from now. Yeah, there's uh, strange stuff in the world of Star Wars merchandising, but I am truly happy with my house keys. Cool. So. <laughs> okay, guys. Cool. Thanks very much, Steve. Okay. We will speak to you very, very soon. Yes. Big thanks to Steve, as always, for joining us on our show. See, there's Easter stuff everywhere with Star Wars. There is. Absolutely is. Darth Vader Easter Bunny. (laughs) I haven't seen it myself, but someone had sent uh, me a photo of it, so I I do know what it looks like. It's quite ridiculous, but, uh, you know, it's all in fun. Yeah, so again, big thanks to Steve for joining us. As always, we really appreciate him giving up his precious time from Rancho Obon to come out and play with us. So as an extra bonus for this show, we've got a Hasbro Q&A. Cool. Yeah, it's been a while since they've had it, but, uh, you know, we were able to arrange a special uh, Q&A session where we could ask some of the questions that the fans have been wondering, and we would get uh, at Hasbro's responses. So so is this number 100 then? Yeah, this is the 100th Q&A session. Wow. Right, you're right. So we finally got that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first so, question is, Dear Hasbro, where is the Kitstone Wall 2-pack for the vintage collection of The Phantom Menace? Those figures have been rumored to come out for years, but are still in the parking lot. We want kits from Ward now on a vintage card. Please let us know when it is coming out, maybe as soon as C6. Yeah, and, and Hasbro's answer was, uh, we, we know how important these characters are to collectors and are constantly evaluating how best to slot this two-pack into the line. Stay tuned for more. Okay. The second question, which, which is one that's on everybody's mind, Dear Hasbro, you just released an Astromech Battle Pack. These great packs are often released with the coming of a big vehicle. That said, can you re-release, maybe as a store exclusive or holiday exclusive, the Naboo Royal Starship? And Hasbro answered, we know how important this vehicle is to collectors and are constantly evaluating how best to slot this expensive BMF-style playset into the line. Stay tuned for more. Wow, I mean, that, that's, some, that's some really revealing answers that we got out of Hasbro this time. I think this is yeah. going to be, you know, very exciting for fans going forward. Uh, I think it's awesome news. Yeah, which I can't, I can't wait. I mean, especially, you know, this is the year of the Phantom Menace. I mean, why wouldn't you release this stuff in the big year? Because, you know, next year it's, it's going to be Attack of the Clones. Yeah, definitely. So, very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff for sure. But uh, you know, we do have a bonus question. Oh yes, we do. We do. We have. Uh, this is one that uh, I know a, a lot of people have been wondering about. 
Uh, so we, we had to ask this, even though we're only allowed two per session, we, we had to kind of slip this one in. Uh, and, and the question, you know, I think on everybody's mind is, uh, are the Q&As officially dead? <laughs> Seems like I haven't seen anything from Hasbro for the past couple of months. Okay, well, um, I think as we've just proved, the Q&A is alive and well, and um, hopefully we'll be getting some more answers from Hasbro in due course. Right. We want to thank Hasbro for answering our questions and for finally getting to uh, the uh, Q&A number 100. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a milestone. It definitely is. Okay, so should we get into some figure reviews? Well, we started earlier talking about the... The deleted scene wave. That yes. was that was the latest one that I had picked up uh, since our last show. Yeah. Five figures in that wave: Luke, Leia, Lando, Colonel Kraken, and a Rebel pilot, which happens to be a Mon Calamari. Yeah. Luke is is uh, well. I mean, we've talked about this Luke before, haven't we? Yes. Luke is is at the same time a very cool figure and a very wrong figure. Yes. Because it's the hair is parted on the wrong side. Uh, the Luke Skywalker in the film did not wear a full-blown cloak. He wore just a hooded robe, clearly, because I've seen the movie a bunch of times. Yep. Uh, but what's cool about this, there's two cool things about this one, is that he has the lightsaber construction, which we saw in the deleted scene. Yes. And a little tool that, that does whatever fine-tuning that one needs to do for a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also has his utility belt that he has never had before, which is which he wears over his Jabba Palace tunic, if you will. Yes. And the only time that he wore the full outfit was in the Ewok village when he was talking to Leia. Yeah. Uh, and then he took off that extra stuff and went to Vader, and he just had his belt. So, I mean, it's a cool figure. It's actually very well done, yeah. except for the fact that there's a lot of stuff wrong with it. Yeah. The hair and, yeah. Yeah, the hair and the cloak and everything. So, I mean, otherwise, you know, it's it's definitely worth picking up if you can find it, for sure. Then we have two Sandstorm figures. Now, if you remember back in 2008, when the Legacy Collection started up, they had three of those, uh, Luke, Han, and Chewbacca. Those were the first figures that came with the Builder Droid parts. Right, and they had the first day of issue. That's right. The very Yeah, 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 which was, it was an interesting promotion, if you're into that kind of stuff. But these these are these have from a sticker on them as well. It's just the Blu-ray deleted scene. Although you know what I love, they have on there it says Blu-ray not included, and I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> Where would you put a Blu-ray on a on a Hasbro card pack? You say that though, but we you know you've got the Blu-rays on the oh well you've got the DVDs on the Clone Wars two pack so right. You could oh, fit- speaking of which, those are hitting here as well. Yeah. So a little tangent, the Clone Wars. Two packs, which were slated to come to Walmart, have been showing up at uh, Marshalls and TJ Maxx stores. And I found both sets over the weekend for $9.99 apiece. Now, I've had those for ages. But you don't have the DVD, correct? Correct. Because in Europe, they don't have the DVD. That's right. But we've had the two packs for Yonks. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, for for over here, that's it hasn't been out for a while. So, quite exciting. But anyway, I, I digress. The, the, the Princess Leia is the slave Leia that we've had a couple times before, but she's wrapped in, in robes and cloth of plastic. You know, cool for what it is, not the most exciting figure in the way, for sure. Moving on, the next figure is, in my opinion, the most exciting figure in the wave, and that's Lando. Yes. In, in, 
his skiff guard outfit, um, which, which, well, excuse me, in his sandstorm outfit, which just when you take off the sandstorm robes, you have a fantastic new skiff guard outfit, Lando. Yeah. And uh, if I were a betting man, and sometimes I am, I would say they would release this later on down the road as a full-blown skiff guard outfit. But I hope they fix the color because uh, Lando's a little pale. Yes, just a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's something that uh, they, they might want to, you know, address in a future release. Um, and also I think he's a little short compared to some of the other releases. But that doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, not sounds super. Um, and then the other two figures in the wave is is Colonel Kraken, which is one of uh, the Endor Strike Team that was on board the Millennium Falcon, and uh, it's actually the second time that they've done this character. But it's the first time that he's been named. Uh, if you remember back in the Saga Collection, they had two Endor troopers. One was a black guy, and the other one was a white guy. Well, the white guy with the with the headset is is Colonel Kraken, but they didn't call him that. Yes. Uh, so this time, and actually, this figure uses those same legs in the, in its construction. So that's right. kind of interesting thing. And then the final figure is the Mon Calamari pilot, which is also a partial kit bash. And I mean, I just like pilots, so that was that was pretty cool addition. I thought. Yeah. No, I think so too. So. I mean, we got those that came out. The Astromech Droids set is four Astromech Droids that are based on the Build-A-Figure. We mentioned that a little while ago. Yep. So it's the Build-A-Figure Astromech Droid. I think we've gotten all four droids before. R2-B1, I know we've gotten that twice before. Yep, R2-2, definitely. of course, we've gotten many times. Yep. Uh, R2-R9, I think we've gotten him at least twice. And then the green one is interesting because I think we've gotten it, but under a different name. And I don't have it in front of me to compare. But anyway, I mean, it's four more astromech droids to go along with uh, the Royal Starship, you know, from Naboo, which is which is pretty sweet. And these are, you know, these are new enough because they are using these new parts. So Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely new and worth getting, but it's uh, characters, if you will, that we've seen before. Now, there's been lots of rumors that the Builder Droid is coming to Disney in the same way that they've done with the lightsaber and with the potato head, that they'll oh, yes. be installing a Builder Droid facility, if you like, so you'll be able to literally build your own droid. Build your own droid at Disney theme park. Yes, yes. I'm both hoping this is true and that it isn't true at the same time. Because if it is true, that's amazing and that's really cool and kids will have a lot of fun. If it isn't true, that's going to be a nightmare to try and collect all those pieces. Correct. Correct. I hope it is true because, yeah, that will be kind of fun trying to track all those down. And I actually have a lot of friends in Florida that have offered to uh, try to pick some up for me. So I'll be cashing. Yeah, I'll be cashing in those favors. I yes, think. please. Yes, please. Although we will be in Orlando in August, so perhaps we could make a side trip. Yep, I think that's a definite possibility. Plus, I need to ride the new Star Wars. Oh, yes, I did, as we talked about before. I yeah. I on that last summer, and it was uh, it was quite fun. Yeah, so I need to do that anyway. But yeah. Oh, and speaking of Star Tours, well, I haven't actually cracked it open yet. But my friend Chris Wyman sent me the Star Speeder 1000. I saw that. Yeah, it's a huge box, and it took him quite a while to actually find a box to ship it in. <laughs> um, but it arrived safe and sound, so thank you, Chris, for that. And when I crack that open, I will be sure to uh, 
Well, I'll, I'll find some avenue to uh, do a review on that, I suppose. Uh, somehow, some way. Wash this face. Yes. So, I mean, the other, I mean, if you want to talk about the, the Discover the Forest line. Yeah, let's talk about the let's... sort of exclusive figures that are in that, because obviously we know some of them are coming to the Vintage line. Yes. So, let's just whiz through them. Yeah, let me let me go through, because I have some of them opened and some of them are closed. Okay. Which is, which is kind of strange. But uh, the, the, our last show, they weren't out yet. So there's 12 basic figures in the line. They each come with the, the 3D glasses. And I'll just quickly list them all here. Aura Singh, Darth Maul, Destroyer Droid, G8R3, Gungan Warrior, Mahonic, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Qui-Gon Jinn, Rick Oli, Nabu Pilot, Tusken Raider, and Yoda. Okay. Now, a lot of these are Saga Legends type figures, okay? But a lot of these are brand new. And that's kind of an interesting mix because some of the, the newer figures are, as you just said, are coming into vintage collection this fall. So it's weird how there's a lot of, like, borrowing going on between between the various lines, which if, if the rumors are true, like we talked about last month, there's going to be some consolidation next year. Yes. In the line books. So I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, no, I think so too. So anyway, I mean, super quick, Aura Singh, she's one of the ones coming out again, uh, but I believe this release is exclusive in that she has her suitcase with various lightsabers in it. Oh, really? I believe that's the case. I, I think I remember talking to Hasbro in New York Comic Con, and they said that when she comes out on Vintage, there really isn't room for, you know, the suitcase. So she'll have her blasters and her rifle, but, you know, the suitcase is sort of an EU type of thing. Right. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, other than that, I mean, she has three lightsabers that fit into her suitcase, which has room for a fourth, by the way. So, you Jedi better watch out. Uh, <laughs> so, that's kind of cool. Darth Maul is a slight repaint of the evolutions from a few years back. It's cool for what it is, but, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a better one in Vintage Collection. Yeah. You know, more articulated. The Destroyer Droid... Is interesting because the figure itself is very similar to the one they released in 2007, but the force shield is, com is a completely different color. Yeah. So you got to get that one, right? Yeah. G8R3 is a repaint of the Build a Droid, talking about Build a Droids, of the R5 model. Yes. But why isn't he an R5? Why is he G8? Don't know. That's sort of a weird uh, naming convention. I it think. is. They should follow suit, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but there's a variant to this figure now. The harness is two different colors. Okay. Yes. So uh, variation hunters, beware. The next one is Gungan Warrior, another character that's coming out in the uh, vintage collection later in the year. He has a big giant staff called a Sesta, and then the Farsian binoculars that help him see far. Yeah. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Yes, yes, I know. Mohanic is another pod racer, and uh, he's actually really short, but he's very well sculpted and very well detailed and articulated. I kind of always pictured him taller. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't bother me so much. Now, what's interesting about this one is, again, it's rumored that if well, we know we know that uh, this this figure's coming out on vintage, but yes. the flag that comes in this pack has a black pole. Whereas all of the other flags that we've seen that come with all the other pod races are white. Okay. 
So there's I'll been work for that because yeah, yeah. I haven't helped yet. Yeah. So there's been some discussion as to whether the vintage figure or the vintage version of this will actually come with a flag or not. Uh, well, I was just about to say that it's not. Oh, okay. When he, when he gets re-released, he's not supposed to come with the flag. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that's unique to this release. Okay. The Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are 100% repacks of, I mean, <laughs> various other releases that they've done for these two guys. I kind of wish that they would change them up a little bit, but that's coming in Movie Heroes Wave 2 yes. uh, with action features. The next two are the same body but different heads. It's Rick Oley and the Naboo pilot mm-hmm. uh, from Bravo Squadron. But uh, they have two different uh, helmets, okay? So Rick Oley's helmet has the goggles down, okay. and the Naboo pilot has the goggles pulled up right. on, on the top of the helmet. And uh, the Naboo pilot is coming out in vintage, uh, but Rick Oley is not. So I guess he's uh, not popular, I suppose, or or maybe they're figuring Rick Oley will be a pig warmer like he was back in 1999. Exactly. <laughs> the Tusken Raider is the same as the one that came out in the Vintage Saga Collection, if you want to call it that, but it's been repainted slightly. Yeah. It's still a cool figure, but I I really would love to have seen, you know, doing uh, ball-hinged elbows rather than those swivel-cut ones. Still, I like Tusken Raiders. Like I said, I like Tatooine stuff. So that's definitely a must-buy for me. And then to round off this wave is Yoda, which is interesting because it's a Revenge of the Sith Yoda that comes with the Phantom Menace chair. (laughs) From the Jedi Council, which, you know, he didn't have a lightsaber in that movie, so... Whatever. It's Yoda that sits in a chair. That's kind of cool, I suppose. And I believe they're both intended to be 100% repacks. Those that are more anal retentive than I am will find some differences, I guess. But this one, for me, was not a keeper. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Oh, and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan come with the big, giant grappling hook gun that actually came from one of the Padme figures in the Clone Wars line. So, see, there's a lot of, like crossovers going on with Star Wars lately between the various lines, and it would be good to sort of consolidate a little bit, I think. Yeah, no, I think definitely. It would make a lot of sense, and uh, it would make it a lot easier for fans. Now, when we were in New York, Hasbro did say that if this line was popular, I mean, they discover the Force line, then they would do the same thing for the other 3D releases. Interesting. Interesting. I hope they do, to tell you the truth. I I would just like to see the characters... uh, you know, the, the figure choice is mixed a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, uh, for example, the Obi-Wan Kenobi is released in at least four different ways right now. Yeah. Five, actually. Because you can buy him in Vintage. Yeah. You can buy him in Movie Heroes. You can buy him in the Movie Heroes with a vehicle. Yes, of course. You can yeah. buy him in Discover the Force. And if you are still lucky, you can find the Episode One Blu-ray release set on clearance somewhere, and he's in that one, too. Crazy. So it's, uh, you know, if you want Obi-Wan, you got options. Lots of options. Yeah. And, and, you know, clearance sales. I was talking about Green Lantern earlier. There's a lot of Star Wars clearance sales that have been happening, even still, which is kind of fun to go and try and pick those up and take advantage. Somebody had reported in over at uh, Jedi Temple Archives that they had found the Dubak and the Vulture droid for 7 bucks each wow. at Mart. Seven bucks. That's crazy. Uh, I, I I emailed my friend. I go, pick that up for me. <laughs> That's incredibly cheap. 
Because I found them on clearance for $21, and they're $29.99, or 96 because it's Walmart. Yeah. Which is, that's pretty good, a little bit of a savings. But I said, I'm going to wait a little bit, because they've got, like, 10 or more of each one of these things. But for 7 bucks, I mean, dude, I would go buy multiples. Yeah, no, that's, that's a crazy amount of money. That sort of wraps up the show for this month. Right, right. Been a blast, man. It has. It certainly has. Always good catching up. It's been really, really good to catch up. Been too long. Yeah. It seems that way. It does. Seems like a long time ago. Galaxy far, far away. <laughs> now, if you get in touch with Swan, uh, you can leave a voicemail at 1-415-508-JEDI. That's 1-415-508-JEDI. And if you want to have your voicemail played out on air, make sure you're recording it from a landline so it's clear and it's crystal and it comes over really well. And there's a good chance that uh, you could be hearing yourself on next week's show. Right. If you want to get in touch with Dan and I, you can find us both on Facebook. Yes. I, I have an unfortunate Facebook uh, addiction. Yes. Uh, in fact, I'm on it right now. Uh, it's, you know, Facebook slash DCurdo, and my Twitter is uh, Twitter slash, or how, how does Twitter work? Is it just, uh, it's, it's my name. Yeah. yeah. At Dan Curdo. Yeah. It, you know, all one word. And I'm at Planet Burns, and you'll find me as James Burns on Facebook. You can always catch me at jellynews.co.uk, the UK's number one and favorite Star Wars fan site. Cool. That's it. We will see you very, very soon. May the force be with you. Yes, we'll uh, check back uh, with the next time there's something fun to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. Speak soon. I never have an ending. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We will speak to you soon, guys. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News book club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at swactionnews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie.
The Star Wars Action News Team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. Pete, entertain the folks. All right, anyway, let me, because that was, that was from, you know, that other show. Oh, that other show. Mm, okay, moving on. Uh, yeah. Okay. You'll have a fun edit with that one. What have you been doing this month, Dan? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've I've had uh, I've had a very interesting month, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, stuff's been going on. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, whatever. We won't uh, we won't have to get into all that. But uh, uh, <laughs> we know how important this vehicle. <laughs> is to collectors and are constantly evaluating how best to slot this expensive BMS Wait. style <laughs> um, place that into the line.